Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. What does it all mean to you? What does it all mean to your family? I know you're saying, what does what mean? Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at politics. We're going to make it personal, but let's try something different. Let's have a little class about it, okay? Also, in just about 15 minutes, is social media making your kid unhappy? There's actually a science to that question, and we're going to talk to the man who literally wrote the book on it. Hey, my name is Mike Ferguson. Thank you for being a part of American Viewpoints. And this is our first program. Don't worry, this is not all about politics, but that's just kind of what's you know, in the news right now, we're going to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening around the country. And the fact of the matter is a lot of that happens through government. But we're also going to look at a lot of things that are culture and, and nonprofit and charity and matters of faith. And we're going to ask tough questions about important topics. But we're always going to keep in mind, what does it mean to you and what does it mean to your family? You know, uh, politics is a contact sport, so to speak. And we like to think that <laughs> this craziness and hatred is is a new thing, but it's not. It's been around for centuries, literally. Now, the reality is this is that politics is what affects our lives. Everything from the roads to your house to how much money you get to keep when you go home from work. And it's not just a matter of Hollywood for ugly people, as I've heard it called. It's not just philosophical Olympics. It does affect us in very, very real ways. And But now it just seems to me that we're settling in and we're getting comfortable crossing that line between disagreement and debate and destruction. Uh, joining me right now, good friend of mine, Chris Arps from Project 21, which is a national network of black conservatives. Chris, my friend, good to talk to you again. Good talking to you, Mike. And I like having you in the studio with me when I'm working because of the perspective you've got on a national level. Project 21 has an interesting perspective. We'll get into that and let you pitch that here in just a little bit. Being a national network. Now, a couple of things have happened yeah, just in, in the recent last few weeks that I think kind of exemplify how how bad this is getting on things. Now, listen, there are issues that you feel really strongly about and I feel really strongly about that are deal breakers. You know, I will never support that person if whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine. We should do that. But listen to the state representative. His name is Brian Sims out of Pennsylvania. So he's ardently pro-Planned Parenthood. He's ardently, you know, pro-choice, pro-abortion. And and that's his right to that opinion. I happen to disagree, but that's his right. And he finds an old woman who is simply praying across the street. She doesn't have signs. She's not yelling at anybody. And he goes to confront her. And this is what he had to say. And by the way, this is from his own cell phone. But we're not going to let them get away with it. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Don't don't hide. Don't hide. You're publicly protesting women coming to a Planned Parenthood. It's something they have a right to do. Don't hide from it. Don't hide from it. Have the courage of your broken convictions if this is what you're going to do. Everyone, this is what they deserve and this is what they need. Every single time any of us walk by something like this, we're letting them win. We're letting them think that they are right and we know better. She was just praying, Chris. Yeah. You know... Politics is a context sport, as you said, and and it's been like that since the, since the beginning. I think what is hastening a lot of this crudeness in, in politics is the rise of social media, where anyone can get their 10 minutes, 15 minutes of fame uh, by creating a viral video. I think this is what this uh, state representative had in mind at first was, hey, I'm going to do something, create something viral to uh, promote my cause. And what, and what we've seen so many times with social media 
is people go overboard with it and forget that this is going to go out and become viral and people are going to see it and people may become offended. And I think that's what's ha- what's happened in this case. I think he went way overboard, yeah. way overboard, you know, calling this woman out, especially when she was being peaceful. Very. Yeah. Now, I don't want to just like make this about this guy, but mm-hmm. I just think he exemplifies where we are now. For instance, he uh, on another day went um, and found a woman and it looks like three teenagers and decided he was going to run out. And by the way, this is a seems like a pretty big guy. Sure. I mean, he's certainly the camera angle. He's looking down at all of them. And he went up to them and they were again, they were standing peacefully. They had some tracks they mm-hmm. were handing out and he walks up with his cell phone and he does this. So I've got a hundred dollars to anybody who will identify this a hundred dollars. See if you got some friends out here. A hundred bucks. It'd be easier if you just give me your name and your address. Uh, um, Rich, come on. Rich, Bohansky. Rich, where are you from? Uh, Lanesdale. Rich, what makes you think that it's your job to tell women what's right for their bodies? And the truth is, I'm not really asking because I don't care. Shame on you. Okay, now that's, as I've been told, mm-hmm. called doxing. I have money for you to identify this person so that we can make their life a living hell. This is a whole new line in the sand that I don't think should have existed, much less been crossed. And I, and it shouldn't be something that we do. And I think, you know, people on the left and right yeah, see, both are guilty. see things like this and say this kind of crosses the line. Again, I think it goes back to 15 minutes uh, of fame. I think this was this guy's main impetus was trying to do something and become viral. And, you know, we're talking about politics, and I hate to just get a little partisan here, but it's always curious to me that the so-called party of tolerance and diversity are the main ones that give examples of non-tolerance. And I think what this guy is doing is very non-tolerant. Sure. And, and to, to be fair, the right's been guilty of it. Mm-hmm. People on the right have been guilty of it at yes. times. Right now, we're seeing all kinds of it from the left. But let's not assume it's one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't sure. assume that. I mean, we should take politics personally. We should take policy personally because it does affect us. But what we're seeing, whether it's restaurants mm-hmm. or somebody just going to a ball game or the vice president going to see a play yeah. or musical or elderly women praying outside of a clinic, mm-hmm. we're now shaming and trying to scare people from being involved and engaged. And then we wonder why we don't have more good people running for office or getting involved. Yeah, and, and the sad thing about it is that our leaders – our so-called leaders like Maxine Waters and and others, you know, I, I'm being partisan again. I, yeah, that, because, and, because and I'm Democrat and because I'm Republican, so I'm right. Gonna, but but Donald Trump has a lot sure, of the same tone. Sure. I mean, let's let's just be fair. But as I said, you know, Maxine Waters and you know, encourage people if you see people within yep. the administration to get in their faces at their right. restaurants or whatever. And we've seen other uh, examples of people that are protesting with the Kentucky. Uh, kids that went to the Covington Christian kids, Covington yeah. kids yeah. where the people were get up, getting up in their faces mm-hmm. when we weren't doing anything. So I think this crudeness in politics has been around for a long time. I will admit that I think Donald Trump exacerbated sure. it a lot and a lot of people have taken their cues uh, from that. I, I don't see where it ends now, Mike. Well, that's a good point because, like, for instance, with this, you know, he got with his wish. I think you're right. He wanted to go viral and mm-hmm. he did. But the reaction in the blowback to these things pretty much always make it worse. So the question I have is who benefits from the division? Brian Sims, and again, it's Mm -hmm. not about him because he's just an example who's kind of the flavor of the month on this whole thing. 
who benefits from this? And why do people say, I'm going to go and be as hateful as I can possibly be because I don't like their ideas? Who benefits from it? And how does it affect the actual public policy that affects us? I think who ultimately benefits from it is people like us that are in the media. Yeah. Uh, you look at uh, CNN and MSNBC, uh, all during the Mueller collusion investigation, their ratings were sky high. They were competing with Fox News. As soon as the report came out, no collusion, their ratings dropped like a rock. You know, we talk about this type of stuff. It makes good good, uh, good copy, good sound bites, but where it, 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 it's, it's, it's pro wrestling and politics. It's, <laughs> it is, you know, depending on your perspective, you've got your baby face or your heel, yeah, yeah. Uh, just depending on, you know, the, the Republicans yeah. are the heels for Democrats yeah. and the, the, uh, Democrats are heels for Republican. And that's how we're treating this stuff. And, and this is real life, important stuff. And that's one of the criticisms that I have of, of people that are, uh, activists on the left and the right is we look at our, our, our politicians and our like they are sports teams and you know we're yeah. always going to root for our favorite sports teams whatsoever instead of looking at it a little more in depth so the solution is we need to start <laughs> instilling class on a personal level from us out to those around us it has to because we're not going to get it from our leaders and chris people know more about project 21 what's the way to do it uh nationalcenter.org is our website and i can be reached at chris underscore arps at twitter chris good to talk to you again good talk my to friend you, sir. all right so uh for some social media you just mentioned social media chris isn't just a connection it actually highlights division and it might be making us unhappy and I mean that in a very scientific sense. We're going to talk to the guy who actually wrote the book about it. It's all ahead right here on American Viewpoints. Hey, Dad, how do you throw a curveball? How do you build a fort? How do refrigerators run? How do fish learn how to swim? Kids ask a lot of questions. How high can you jump? But you don't have to know every answer. How many phone numbers are there? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. How do cell phones work? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. What's electricity? They just need you. What's the moon made of? For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.